I'm Jessica. And I'm Daniel. And you're listening to Now, That's What I Call a Throwback. A podcast of nostalgia, stories, and pop culture. Wait, did you remember your friendship bracelet? <gasps> oh, as if. Hello. Hello. Today's episode is all about friendship. Um, how friendships evolve, how different friendships were in the past versus now, and how to maintain friendships and make new friendships as you get older. Um, Yeah, so why don't we just kind of jump right in, Jessica? What do you have to say about friendship? Well, first, when you say friendship, it really makes me think of that one friendship song that Donald, Goofy, and Mickey sing. Um, so that's stuck in my head now. <laughs> what is it? The one that's like friendship, friendship, just the perfect blendship. When other friendships have been forgot, ours will still be hot. It was on one of those like uh, Disney sing-along song VHSs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has like all these different things. And it's like, if you're ever in a jam, here I am. Or like one of those. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. Also, speaking of those Disney sing-along VHSs, something my mom told me, something I forgot to talk about in the uh, movies episode, was uh-huh. those sing-along tapes. I watch those so much. I think I honestly could talk about that for an entire episode. Like, I was obsessed with those when I was growing up. Maybe we should have, like, There's a really specific good. episode just for, like, VHS stuff. Like, that and, like, the old Mary-Kate and Ashley, like... VHSs and stuff. I loved that. Did you watch like the uh, the party series and the the detective series? Yes, I watched the detective series, and then they had like their birthday sleepover party or something. I have that on VHS. Ashlyn watched all those. I never watched those, and she's like showing them to me like they're the this amazing thing ever. And I'm like, listen, if I had watched this in the '90s, I might have agreed with you, but this looks a mess. Oh, no, they were so good. I distinctly remember there was this detective episode where they were, like, on a cruise, and something happened on the cruise, and they were, like, being detective spies on a cruise ship. And I'm pretty sure it was probably a Disney cruise, but, you know. (laughs) Probably. No, who knows? They didn't have a partnership with Disney. Did they not? Why did I feel like they were a Disney channel? I guess not. There was that one movie called Holiday in the Sun, which was just a long commercial for the Atlantis Resort. I swear to God, it really was. That's true. We get, we'll do a whole episode on that if you guys want. Because that, I mean, like, we could sit there and talk about that kind of stuff all the time. We love those those old movies like that. A hundred percent. But something uh, about this friendship episode is, you know, friendships evolve. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no lie about that. Um, you aren't friends with the same people you are with throughout your whole life like my mom really said it best I think when I was growing up because I would get really upset when like me and a person when we were really close if we kind of started drifting apart and as I got older you know she was like honey it really is true that people some people are in your life for a reason a season or a lifetime you know like so you do have friendships throughout your life that are just kind of seasonal friendships not that there's anything that you necessarily have done but you're just if you think about it you're really not just one person in your entire life right like you grow and you evolve over time so sometimes your friends don't evolve the same way so I think that's kind of what you're getting at is like as you get older and your opinions change and your environment changes and you change as a person sometimes 
the people around you don't always come with you for that. And especially as like we're getting older, like we're both about to be in our 30s. Um, I think it's more prevalent now for us being kind of in our late 20s that we're seeing that a lot more, I feel like. I mean, you can tell me if I'm wrong on that, but I know you've moved a lot. So that kind of geographical has been something for you, at least I know, for friendships. So yeah, we just wanted to kind of talk about our advice on how we've been able to stay friends and stay close for so long and kind of our advice to help other people who might be going through some of the same things or thinking those same kind of feelings about, oh, well, I'm not sure if me and this person were not close like we used to be or, you know, kind of navigating that having friendships when you're an adult because it's hard because life changes a lot. (laughs) So, And it's all about, you know, the core of it is just making time for that person, um, whatever that may mean uh, between you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess let's kind of just dive into our friendship and then we can talk about like ways we do with other people as well, because I think our friendship is, you know, gone against a lot. I think well, so not a too. Lot, but, but I agree with you. I think that we've had a lot of, um, life events and things in life happen and we've still been able to maintain a very close and strong bond where a lot of other people might not have been able to weather some of those things. So um, I think just like everything else, it takes work um, from both people. And it's hard when you really like someone, not like dating, but you know, like I love you and I like being friends with you. So it's hard if that other person doesn't reciprocate that 100% back. Um, So sometimes it's kind of hard to navigate through that, I think. Um, in the beginning. So it really is kind of a joint effort of we both are agreeing that we want to work on this because we both want each other in our lives kind of thing. Yeah. And I think what you and I have is like our just, and most people don't believe in this, but like our astrological signs, like we are within days apart of uh, our Capricorn moons and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that has a lot of impact because we're just, most of the time basically the same person there are a few differences here and Mm -hmm. there but for the most part we're kind of the same person we're so similar yeah I think um because we were both raised very differently um so I mean I I know like some people think it's stupid to ascribe to that kind of stuff but I do think how we both have that same sort of go-getter attitude like achiever work hard that kind of it comes from our astrological side. I mean that's just what Capricorns are so I really do feel that way as well um, that's not the case for a lot of other people that I'm friends with but for me and you that's for sure and I know like when we were in school together I always wanted to come and work on stuff with you because oh, yeah. I knew that like I was so motivated by you. Anytime I was around you, I was like, oh my God, I have, I just need to get all this stuff done. Whereas like if I was with other friends, like at the library or something, we might just kind of like goof off. So, um, I definitely like, that was one of those, I definitely needed you around (laughs) (laughs) then and now. So yeah, for sure. I think our star sign has something to do with that. Yeah. And I mean, it's so easy to maintain a good friendship when you're in the same location. Like when we were both living in Alabama, so easy. Oh yeah. So many different things would come up here and there. Like, let's do this. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. Like so easy. 
but when you add that distance, it does change things. So eventually I was like, what, seven, eight hours away from you yeah. when I was in Florida? Yeah. Um, and so that obviously changed things, but I don't think there was a time where we ever weren't still close. I don't think so either. I think a lot of that for us also had to do with the fact that we were both pursuing kind of the same things just in different places like we were both in grad school and but it was both communication oriented um so I think we still had a lot of commonalities um between us even though you were still far away that it um it helped us to kind of maintain that because I would always ask you about you know homework kind of things or like schoolwork kind of things and like if you were doing something for a project you'd send it to me and I'd proofread it and I would do the same thing for you yeah I remember that um because we'd like sit on the phone for hours and like proofread each other stuff if you had like I remember specifically like you working on your creative resume to try and like find jobs and us trying to decide like what things (laughs) needed to stay and what things needed to go and um resumes are horrible yeah I hate them I really do and I remember reading your thesis too like yeah. I don't know if I ever sent you mine but I definitely remember proofreading yours it was hard so I I don't think I would have been able to do it without you 100% because no one else could have could have helped me in the way that you helped me because you can understand because we'd had that friendship for so many years before you could understand what I was trying to say and put it in a better way than I was able to put it. I'm really good at being an editor. Like I can't just write something, but I can take something someone else wrote and just make it better. And see, I can just start writing and I can, I would do like six page papers in an hour before like one of my grad school classes. That doesn't mean they were the most eloquently written things, but I could at least start something and write it and you were good at coming out and finishing it and like tying a bow on it so I think we really complemented each other in that way and then something that I don't really know how it started but I thought was so cute is we used to send each other like little packages I loved that so much you were like my like like pen pal kind of but like yeah. with little like presents I loved that I remember sending you like a Mardi Gras box I think it started like with our oh, birthdays yeah. because we would send Maybe. each other our like birthday gifts and like you would send me a card from Raja and Elsa um yeah. and one from you and like cute little like gifts and I especially when you were in um LA I remember like picking out stuff to send for your birthday and um, getting to see you like open it and everything. It just, that made us feel, I think that helped us feel closer too because it was like physical things (laughs) to like represent our friendship. And that's something like I've done with a lot of people too, um, but on a smaller scale of sending postcards. Yes, I have Um, so many of those too. Yeah. When I was traveling a lot, I would always try and grab postcards and I would send them to you. I'd send them to my mom. I'd send them to Ashlyn. Like, I, it was just a way to like be like, hey, I'm thinking of you while I'm doing these things kind of thing and like tell you what I did or something like that. So that was always like a cute, very simple way. Like, postcards are inexpensive and they're cute to like have in your room and stuff. And I think little things like that, to me, that comes down to thoughtfulness. So I feel like if you have a friendship with someone and one of you geographically has to move away from the other, those little things like that, those little like thoughtful moments, like just a postcard in the mail, like 
that kind of stuff really holds a lot of weight, um, especially with friendships. It, it really does help. Oh my gosh, they were thinking about me when they sent me this yeah. and it just gives you that like warm, fuzzy feeling. So I do think that that's a really good kind of tip for anybody who might have a friend who, you know, especially us being in our later 20s, like we had a lot of friends in college that just came to Mobile for college and aren't from here or have moved away. So, you know, that's a way to stay close with someone who you might have, you know, geographically been close to and now you're not. Um, I think little things like that are a great idea, like little, you know, like a little card just saying like, hey, I'm thinking about you. I used to send that kind of stuff to Annie all the time. Um, when she had to move back to Georgia after school, I would send her little cards like that and stuff too. Like, Hey, just thinking about you or like a card on her birthday kind of thing. Um, you don't have to talk to someone every day, but yeah, something so simple like that really does make a world of difference when you're trying to maintain a closeness with someone I feel like. So I love that you did that. I still have them in my room. Um, on my vanity so (laughs) they haven't gone anywhere (laughs) and something that we did that you know obviously not everyone can do and it's a little unconditional or not unconditional but untraditional um you would drive down to florida all the time and we would go to disney world yeah i um at that time again because we were both in grad school i still i just had like a part-time retail job So we would plan it out when you would be like when both of us would be like on a break or have some time off. And um, I would just drive down just to see you because I mean, yes, Disney was like a great thing, but it wasn't like, you know, that's not what the point was. The point was just to be able to come and visit with you like when I had free time. So, you know, it is true. Like if you want to have that with someone you do again, you make that effort to do that so we would make that effort because you'd come home sometimes for like holidays and stuff yeah and anytime that you're home which is by the way like an hour and a half away from where I actually am um you always make it a point for us to see each other at least one time while you're here which I think is again important because you're prioritizing our relationship in your life which is you know if you're trying to have a long-term friendship with someone that's kind of something that you do you prioritize it so and that was always something I tried to do um with all of my friends because I was always geographically apart from everyone that I had met like growing up through grade school to um college I was Mm -hmm. always geographically away from them and so uh something my friend Ashlyn would say is like because I was trying to visit so many people was I was basically on tour like, yes. I was just trying to you tour would. around these specific cities and, like, try and see as many people as I could. Um, and, like, there would be days where I'm, like, making different stops and seeing three or four people in a day. And, like, I would do that with when I was going to see you in Alabama, too. Like, I'd try to see Nadia. I'd try to see the Sams. And yeah. I was always trying to – and Patrick and Booker, of course, and mm-hmm. always trying to see as many people as possible. Right. And – I don't know where I was going with this, but that's a thing I did. (laughs) I just think that it's nice that you tried to fit in seeing so many people at one time. Um, Because, again, you value those relationships. So I think that that was... 
um, good. And, you know, it's not even just about, like, geographical. I just, especially from my perspective, and this isn't really, like, me and you, but a lot of my other friends have gotten married, and some of them have had children, and (gasps) I will just say, I know, I will just say that that is something that tests a friendship, and it's, it has really hurt my heart to see some of my close friends have friendships with people that kind of dissipate after they have children because yeah. those people don't want to put forth the effort to see them after they have... I don't know what, what it is about that, but there's just some people that just stop making the effort after... You know, it's it's really... I've seen it yeah. really hurt people um, that I'm close to when that kind of stuff happens because it is... I mean, it's different. Your friendship is different. It's not just you two anymore. It's like... You two and their spouse and their child. So it, you know, it is different, but it still goes back to making that effort. So like when Amber had Maisie, you know, it was a lot of, there were some sacrifices that had to be made. Like if Amber and I were going to hang out, it had to be at her house where Maisie could be there. And, you know, you don't get the entire undivided attention or you might not get to do things that you used to do anymore or if you do they're few and far between and that's just one of those things again like if that person matters to you then you kind of make those sacrifices and I think that's something that some people forget (laughs) I mean you know some people get very self-centered in a way um that you know they can be more oh well I don't understand why they can't just have this and this happen so that we can do this and yeah um sometimes it does take that effort on your part to be the person to say it's okay if it's not like this I just still want to have time with you um and I think that that's important that person doesn't want to like work around your child and like put effort into like make it easier for you because you have a child and they think that you should work around them for some reason like that's not a good friend anyway right right I think like big life changes like that really do kind of show you who your true friends are. I will say that. (laughs) So, you know, that is one of those, oh, they were only there for a season kind of people. Oh, yeah. And like when I go and see Ashlyn, like, you know, she's always like, I'm so sorry. Like my house is a mess. I'm so sorry. This I'm so sorry that I'm like, you have a baby. Right. Why are you apologizing? Like, I just want to see you. I just want to hug the baby. Like, what right. are you, what's, what's like, going on here? You're keeping a tiny human alive 24-7. Like, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, that's like, work. That's work. Right. It's hard work. So that's, to me, that is important. And I think also, too, you don't have to have constant communication with someone, but I do feel like there needs to be some sort of mutual understanding between the two of you. Like you and I have had that conversation where we, we know each other so well that we said, it's okay if we don't talk every day. It doesn't mean that I'm ignoring you. It doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, not feeling as close to you. It's just sometimes, you know, time gets away from you and day to day stuff kind of goes in. And it's like, When you're growing up and you're, like, in high school, like, you're around all the same people every single day, eight hours a day Mm -hmm. for five days a week. So, 
when you finally like go into like an adulthood, you kind of feel like, oh, well, if I don't see this friend this much, or if I don't talk to this person every single day, well, we're not as close. And that's not how it is at all when you become an adult, because I mean, you, everybody has their own individual things going on. We all have life happening. So I think having that understanding is really important. Um, with each other because if you don't have that understanding then it can kind of feel that way so if you feel like you and someone are kind of growing distant and you feel like it's because you don't talk as much you know maybe have that conversation with that person and say hey I just wanted to let you know I'm thinking about you all the time and I'm not ignoring you life is just busy and you know I think sometimes having that little bit of encouragement like that helps people kind of feel okay, well, they're not ignoring me, you know, because you can get kind of inside of your own brain about why people are being certain ways with you. Um, and it right. can kind of be negative. So having that little and bit it, of a... it is hard because I've, you know, had, I don't want to say like I've had a lot of different friends, but I've lived in so many different places that yeah. I've developed different friendships and different types of friendships. And I have had to have those conversations a lot because people will be like well why are you spending so much time with this person and talking to them do you not like me Mm. I don't understand your loyalty like what is do I not matter to you and I'm just like I you matter to me so much like I don't know what you're talking about and so I've had to have those conversations lots of times and just be like listen like I'm in a different place in life but I love you so much and I think about you all the time and like it can be as small as like sending memes every mm-hmm. six months like I have friends that I don't really see that often but that just send me memes sometimes I mean yeah funny, like oh and it I just made me think about you haha and like you send it like you know yeah. mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a conversation literally I just send memes sometimes and like we'll never hear back <laughs> but like I love when you send me like TikTok connection. like that that makes me laugh oh yeah you yeah, do that we're a lot. We're good friends if, you, if I send you TikToks. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Listen, there's only like four people I send TikToks to. Everyone else I think are like I'm annoying, but everyone else, but the people I'm sending them to, I'm like, you're going to deal with it. <laughs> See, I love that. I love that you send me stuff like that, even though you're like in your head, you're like, I know this is annoying. I don't care. Because to me, it's not. To me, well, I think it's funny. Half the time, I don't even know if people are watching them or not. I'm just like watch this and, oh no like, I watch no them and most of the time of most of the time I cackle because like I don't have TikTok I never downloaded uh, it um I'm still holding on strong so to buy literally Vine. finding the best TikToks for yeah you. Like, so I you're like shading, curating the platform you're, you're, you're like shading my opinion on TikTok because I think it's this great platform because all the ones you send me are oh, hilarious yeah. so. you don't understand you have to go through like 50 of them uh-huh. before you cackle right yeah which is part of the fun honestly um but yeah i think we're kind of getting we covered some of them but we're really getting into the maintaining friendships tips and tricks thing and it 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 is that simple it's just like hey i love you we're both busy send me a meme sometimes send me Mm -hmm. a tiktok like whatever like let's catch up when we can like it doesn't have to be this constant thing like you don't have to be connected glued to each other um you know social media helps a lot yeah Uh, like i told ashlyn i'm like send me a picture of alana every single day yeah would love that like i would love to see your baby every day granted she has an instagram where she posts pictures of her daughter every single day 
But still, it's that little bit of, like, you saying that to her probably meant the world to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, because some people, I feel like sometimes people are like, this is too mundane and day-to-day for me to, like, say to someone. Um, I know recently, like, you and I have really established how to have, like, a long-distance friendship. Um, But Amber and I are really kind of going into that now that she's she moved like a few months ago so it's still kind of a new thing and I found myself like why am I not just like telling her about the mundane day-to-day stuff like this is the kind of stuff we would talk about if we were if I was going over to her house after work or if we were having dinner so just because she's not here and we're not face to face why am I stopping that um so I kind of caught myself doing that and Finally, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to say it. And, you know, she's like, it just is so nice to have someone talk to me about, like, mundane, stupid adult stuff. Because, I mean, she's a stay-at-home mom. And so she's in a city where she doesn't really know anybody yet. So the only thing she sees day-to-day really is, like, baby stuff all the time, all day long, 24-7. So you don't really, like, think about how that can affect someone so she's like i love that you're you know like you're having adult problems and you're talking to me about adult things (laughs) so i she's like i love that you could tell me anything you want i don't care so you know taking that effort and still trying to do the things that you did when you were close with someone like geographically close with someone and trying to find a way to balance that when you're not like you and i used to facetime and do activities together when oh, we yeah. weren't able we to be pumpkins. there. <laughs> yeah, on FaceTime. <laughs> I mean I like I, Yeah, I feel like you just do that kind of stuff when when you can't physically be there, you still you know, like for Amber for her birthday, yeah. every single day I sent her like a little like ten dollar gift from Amazon. So she had something every single day because she wasn't coming home for her birthday. She had no one there with her other than her husband and her child. So I knew that this was the first birthday she was having without her family and friends. And and it was her 30th birthday. Like, that's a big birthday, yeah. you know, to not be around, like, your, your family and your tribe of people. So I tried to make that as special as I could for her, um, knowing that I wasn't going to get to be there in person. So, you know, like, it, and it doesn't have to be yeah, you sending, sweet. like, $10 gifts. I mean, you know, you that could have been, like, a letter that you sent every day in the mail kind of thing. Just something to let her know that, like, I was thinking about her and I hated that I wasn't there in person to see her for her birthday. So, again, I think that kind of little thoughtfulness kind of stuff goes a really long way. I think we've kind of, like, talked about maintaining friendships a good bit with these last few minutes. I guess let's tap into, like, how to make friends now. I am very lucky to be... I'm in, like, a, a a large city with, like, a small-town vibe with Kansas City. Yeah. Um, they're pretty much, if I go out to any of the local bars or restaurants and stuff, I'm bound to run into friends. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one time when my friend and I went to the uh, movie theater, and we wound up running into, like, six different people we knew, which is, like, so cool. Um, and it's really just kind of finding where you belong and something that's common interest um the kansas city drag community is really big here um Mm -hmm. there's a show at hamburger mary's that uh 
a performer has created. It's like an amateur show where um, it's kind of like just a local version of RuPaul's Drag Race kind of thing. Um, and so it's weekly. Mm-hmm. There's a cast. Like it really goes through, and it's kind of unified everyone in the area. And like literally, there's a huge Facebook group dedicated to like talking about Casey Drag now, and it's just a really cool thing. And I am obviously interested in drag and stuff, and so that's a way that I've found so many friends now. And also like joining organizations. Yeah, uh, there's so many like either nonprofits you could join or with you um there's uh neptune's daughters which is your uh what is yeah, it, is it your organization is that i'm like involved i'm like that i'm involved in a lot of stuff like that so i was gonna say like for me my little like place to find friends was community theater really right. um so community theater i'm involved in a lot of different stuff so i have a lot of different groups of friends kind of thing so community theater i have a mardi gras organization that i'm in um, we're starting an alumni chapter of my sorority here in mobile so i think just you know finding something to involve yourself in um, i'm starting a bowling league with some friends in january um just for something like new and exciting so you know um that's one of those things like two of my previous co-workers from a a job i had um we group text each other like all the time about like stupid stuff and one of the guys at work was like, hey, I'm on a bowling league and we need some extra people and we start in January. Oh, yeah. Do you want to join? And I was like, you know, like, I'm not really that good at bowling, but that sounds like a lot of fun. So I reached out because it's like three people per team. So I like texted the group text and I was like, hey, you guys, what do you feel about like a bowling league? Then we'd get to see each other like once a week because, you know, like working together with someone again, eight hours a day, five days a week, you get really used to having that person like in your life and knowing everything that's Mm -hmm. going on. So for me, I'm really excited that we actually get to have some time each week to see each other and just kind of have fun. So I think little things like that mean the world, like you finding, um, you know, a community of people that are like-minded who are interested in the same things as you are, that kind of thing is important to finding friendships that you'll actually click with people. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of my advice on making friends now is is find something that you're passionate about or that you like and find something to get involved with. Like if you like reading, find a book club at the library or something, you know, that kind of do whatever sort of thing that you find joy in and find other people that like to do that around you. And you'll, I promise you'll find people to make friends with. And just an example of that, um, there is an event at a uh, kind of local uh, movie theater here. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's called uh, Queer Movie Night. So every month there's a different queer movie that's screened. And so I generally, if I'm here, I go to those every single month. Um, And I loosely knew this girl that I saw there. She was by herself. And I was like, oh, hey, like, if you want to hang out with us, you can. Like, I kind of know who you are. Like, you're welcome to, you know, not sit by yourself kind of thing. Um, Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, that was really nice. But then, like... maybe a week later she messaged me on instagram and was just like hey i know this is weird like we don't really know each other but like you seem kind of cool and it was really nice that you like let me hang out with y'all at the movie uh do you want to go to an art walk now i'm like really good friends with her and it's just because she like 
just slid into my DMs and was like, hey, let's be friends. I love that. And we, she laughs about it all the time. It's just like, if she hadn't done that, we wouldn't be friends kind of thing. But it's honestly simple as that. Just being like, hey, you want to be friends? Yeah, like, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous to reach out to somebody like that. Yeah. I think so many people, again, get in their heads about that kind of thing. And if if you have somebody who's kind of like in your same kind of like acquaintance group and you've seen them around a few times and like you making that effort to go up to her and say like, hey, like you don't have to sit by yourself. I th- that gave her the courage to then say yeah. like, hey, you're a really cool person. Do you want to hang out? Like it really yeah. is simple like that. And if- with that, it kind of mirrors how you made friends in grade school. Like yeah. that's literally how you made friends in grade yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. It really like- is that simple. Just be like, hey, do you want to be friends? Yeah. And it does sound weird and awkward. Yeah, it does. But like <laughs> if they're into it, like cool awesome like we joke about that now like it was a great experience for both of us and it is like nerve-wracking to do something like that but just do it like try it you can take you you get a vibe from people sometimes if you want to be friends with them and also if you're if that really works on your anxiety um bumble offers like a friendship version of the app you can switch between like dating and friendship i met someone like that in la and we became really good friends um and so there's always that if you know walking up to a stranger is too much for you yeah but do you know what time it is <gasps> what time is it it's time for our throwback of the week ah, throwback of the week. this week is your favorite pop culture friendship so jessica what is yours are we going with real or fictional uh, it doesn't matter okay um then i'm just gonna be like really cliche and say friends so, like, Rachel, Monica, Ross, Chandler, and Joey. Just the whole cast. Phoebe, the whole thing. Just all... They're the like, whole cast they're of group, friends is my favorite their, pop yeah, culture friendship. Their okay. friendships with each other as a group, to me, I really enjoy that. Um, especially now as somebody who has lived through that, like, age group where they were, like, in their mid-20s turning into their 30s. Like, I feel like I... I would want to have a friend group like that. So the cast mm. of friends. <laughs> the most basic answer. You know what? <laughs> it is, but that's okay. Well, what about okay. you? What's yours? Mine also stems from a TV show um, because <laughs> I think their real life friendship isn't as great anymore. Um, uh, but hmm. Paris and Nicole. Yes. So the simple life. <laughs> the simple life is everything. Zach constantly tells me that hanging out with me is like being in an episode of the simple life. Um, and I don't think he's wrong. Well, don't forget to tell us about your favorite pop culture friendship with the hashtag now throwback. And you can follow us on Twitter with our new handle at now throwback. But thanks for hanging out with us for another episode. We hope you guys enjoyed this friendship advice episode and maybe this will help you guys in your day-to-day friendships. Um, If you want to hear more from us, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and you can find us on Google Play. And we'll catch you on the next one. TTYL. Bye.